I'm Craig Jones, your host of the Face First Golf Podcast. Knowing what to do to improve your game can be daunting, to say the least. Since 2014, I've helped over 20,000 players play better golf through online learning. Now, I'm sharing my best advice to help 12-plus handicapped players. And each week, I'm also featuring conversations with actual Face First Golf members who shared their journey to better golf to help you succeed at improving your own game. You can always visit facefirstgolf.com to learn more about how I can help you. Thanks for listening and let's get to it. I've just released my new 14-day intensive and I have been getting a lot of questions about what it is. In short, it's four time-tested principles of face-first golf packed into 14 days. So if your game is stuck and you need to get unstuck, you can visit facefirstgolf.com to try it for a dollar. So let's get into all the details. The 14-day intensive is something brand new that I've just released. I'm really excited to be able to bring my son, who's 11, Jackson is his name, and for the first time, he is shooting lesson videos with me, and he happens to be left-handed. He's a heck of a player. He's played over 300 tournaments since he was five years old, and he's been the uh, the, the Phoenix local tour points winner for the season several times, including in the spring and summer seasons here, these last two seasons here in, in 2023. So, and I've been getting requests for lessons from lefties for lefties for years. So I solved that problem and married a woman who's left-handed, had a left-handed son who turned out to be a really good player. And now he's helping me shoot these lessons. Really what the 14-day intensive is, it is just three really simple swing changes. And these are really proven swing changes from the old Face First Golf Steps program. So I originally released a program called The Steps that took you through the entire swing from beginning to end in six steps. And this was a really popular program that helped over 20,000 players. And there are some really popular concepts from step one that got players results really quickly. So this is really a new, the 14-day intensive is a new version of that, but I've also included some of the other face first golf concepts that have really helped players the most one of which is really an effective practice way of practicing that really i always say these marathon ball beating sessions are not required or even recommended okay there's a much faster way to and more effective way to improve faster and this is through the practice at home habit which i layout that this can either be with foam balls, it can be with real balls into a net. I even show you the exact setup that I recommend. But the whole idea around this is that you cannot rely on having to go to the driving range to practice your golf game. That is just a throwing your clubs in the car, getting in the car, driving somewhere is a huge barrier to getting your practice in. Not only that, but hitting balls for a long time, 
and hit it. You know, the meg, I always talk about the mega bucket of balls and you get out there and you, and you go out to practice something, you hit, uh, five or six balls, the ball does something you don't want it to do. So you start to correct ball flight by changing what you're doing. Now you've abandoned what you came to work on originally. Then inevitably the ball does something else you don't want it to do. You introduce another thought. By the time you get to 100 balls, you're on your sixth swing thought and have completely abandoned what you went out to work on. So it may be counterintuitive, but I'm a big believer, and I've seen over and over through the years has been such a game changer for so many Face First Golf members is that when you realize that ball flight really can be a distraction during your practice sessions, you realize ball flight pulls you away from what you are trying to work on or correct in your swing. And if you're working on the right thing, then uh, ball flight can really be a distraction from that thing. The typical thing that I always talk about that's the very typical thing for the 12 plus handicap player. And of course, face first golf is for 12 plus handicap players, but the very most typical thing is that over the top downswing and then often that open club face leading to a slice, especially with your driver or, or long irons or, or hybrids. And so when you're working on coming more from the inside on the downswing, what happens is that you have to learn how to roll your hands over in order to release the club to time up the squaring of the club face at impact when you start swinging more from the inside on the downswing. And if you're out on the driving range and you're seeing the golf ball doing something that you don't want it to do, that's telling your brain that you're not working on something that's going to be beneficial or you're not working on something that's immediately helping you. While you know that it's that over-the-top swing with that open club face that's killing your game, right? So, so you definitely are working on the right thing. It's just that you're not going to see the rewards in your ball flight on day one, right? And so that is why uh, ball flight really can be a distraction when you are practicing. As far as the, another concept in the 14-day the intensive is really just mental game. And this is what I call training versus trusting mode. I teach the, the Bob Rotella stuff, the training versus trusting mode. And, and you know, being a lifelong learner of this game means really knowing how to turn off mechanical swing thoughts on the course so that you can play your best and score your best. And we all know that if you talk to any great player who just put together a great round and you ask them what they were thinking about, it would not be they were thinking about their right elbow and left palm to the sky and right knee to the whatever. <laughs> we know that those aren't the things that good players are thinking about during rounds. So you train it, train it, train it. This is just the process of improvement, right? You Train your swing. What I was just talking about before, as far as coming from the inside and releasing the club, which is the number one skill that all 12 plus handicap players have to learn. That's what my entire program is built to show you how to do. And so that is something that you would train that, train that, train that. You're working on it away from the golf course, maybe even away from the driving range. As I said, those those short and frequent practice sessions at home are the way to really train that. But when you go out on the golf course, you have to forget about it and you have to get into trusting mode. 
You can think of this as practice mode versus play mode, training mode versus trusting mode. You train it, train it, train it, train your swing, trying to learn how to swing more from the inside, trying to learn how to release the club to square it up at impact. You go out on the golf course, now you have to trust your swing. You, you have to stop training it. And the idea is that when you are on the golf course, we are always, it, the goal on the golf course, I always say, is not to make perfect swings, the goal on the golf course is to get the most out of your imperfect swing, right? And that means letting go of those mechanical swing thoughts and just letting your swing be what it's going to be. So then, of course, the question that everybody asks is, well, when I forget about my golf swing, won't I revert back to my old habits? And the answer is, yes, you will, but never all the way back to your old habits. So I always say, if you're super steeper over the top in the downswing and you've worked on coming from the inside on the downswing and you've really shallowed out your downswing path in your practice, when you get out on the golf course and you let go of mechanical swing thoughts, you may very well come back over more over the top than what you are in your practice, but probably not all the way to as over the top as you were before you began to work on shallowing your club path on the downswing. So that's always the process. You train it, train it, train it, go out and trust it. You'll revert back a little bit. Then you allow yourself to revert back a little bit because that's just your subconscious mind really saving you. It's it, acting as your savior because your subconscious mind knows that you don't trust swinging from the inside enough to square up the club face every time when you swing from the inside yet. So it kind of jumps in there and says, hey, why don't we go a little bit in between here where we'll swing a little bit over the top, maybe not as over the top as we used to be, but it's really going to help you square up the club face at impact on the golf course, hit some good shots and have some fun out on the golf course. So I always say, don't fight your subconscious mind. It's just trying to save your shots on the golf course by reverting somewhere back to your old habits, but you'll never revert all the way back to what you were doing before. So. Wow, that was a little bit of a long uh, monologue on that. That is something that we talk about a lot in Face First Golf. So I think it's so important to learn the process of making a swing change because as long as we play this game, unless you're somebody who's just okay with, and, and that's totally fine, it's not my job to decide what player's level of motivation is to improve their game, but unless you're... You're, if you are just somebody who's just okay with going out, playing socially, enjoying it, playing however you play and you don't want to work on your game, that's fine. But if you are somebody who strives to play this game better, then what it means is that you will be a lifelong learner of this game, which means that you will likely always be working on something in your swing. And if you are always working on something in your swing, you have to become a master of going from training to trusting mode because you've got to learn how to turn off those mechanical swing thoughts when you go out to play, which is a skill that can be learned. I even teach practicing turning off training mode and going into trusting mode while practicing hitting balls into the net at in intermittently practicing just hitting balls in trusting mode into the net so that you can practice going back and forth between training and trusting mode because the goal is you should be able to completely, I know this sounds 
hard to believe, but you should be able to completely turn off mechanical swing thoughts when you go out on the golf course. Another thing that I always say, though, is I will allow the one swing thought, right? So I always say that the best swing thought on the golf course is none, but if you have to have one, one, okay? So if you have to have one swing thought, um, that's fine. We're all used to playing with swing thoughts. A lot of players have been playing with swing thoughts their whole lives to uh, expect them to be able to give them up entirely 100% might be unrealistic. But if, uh, you know, the best is not, and if you have to have one, one. So, and you really have to learn that skill of going back and forth because as a lifelong learner of this game, you will always be working on something. So you will always need to turn off the mechanical swing thoughts of whatever it is that you're working on at that time when you go out on the golf course. It is a skill that can be learned. You can actually practice going back and forth between those. So that is another uh, item that is a very popular face-first golf concept from all of over all of the last almost 10 years. And so I made that part of the 14-day intensive as well. Uh, the last piece to the 14-day intensive is just short game. And that is, I, I call this the... This is the a, a real low-hanging fruit opportunity here, which is that when most players miss the green, but they're still close to the green, they choose the wrong shot. Okay, so, and that is just in, in, ROI on time spent versus uh, uh, strokes saved uh, is not working on flop shots. Okay, so, so that is a shot that the flop shot, the high... The high open face flop shot from around the green. One, it's a shot you shouldn't be hitting very often. Number two, it's a shot that it really takes a lot of trust to get good at that shot and really get much benefit out of your practice. So I really recommend that the majority of your practice be spent on really working on learning how to hit that lower bump and run type of chip shot and the uh, the acronym that we use is BLT, which teaches you how to set up in a way that you can hit a little bump and run shot. We also talk about club selection. There's a very specific formula that you can use to choose your landing spot based on if you are chipping with an eight iron or if you're chipping with a pitching wedge or if you're chipping with a 56 degree sandwich or even a lob wedge, you can still hit a chip shot with those more lofted clubs, just not the open face, big swing one that gets us all in, in so much trouble. So, so those are, that is a real opportunity there for most players to really increase their percentage chance of getting it closer and therefore getting up and down. So that's why I consider that low hanging fruit, chipping it, closer with a just just simply by choosing the correct shot, the correct club and knowing how to pick out your landing spot, which so many players understandably struggle with. So that is the 14 day intensive designed to give you those three simplest full swing changes that you can make to really just un unlock your ball striking potential with some super simple changes. Then we've got those efficient practice strategies. So you can really achieve a uh, big believer that you can achieve superior results in less time without those exhausting ball beating body wrecking marathon ball beating sessions 
much better to uh, practice frequently uh, for short periods of time at home. That's how you make big changes faster and then really mastering that mental clarity so that you can, you know, learn some straightforward techniques to kind of maintain a, a calm and focused mindset on the golf course and eliminate the overthinking and the, the kind of paralyzing swing thoughts. And then that low hanging fruit with your short game, which is really, you can shave strokes just by taking kind of a, a fresh approach uh, to those greenside chip shots that I've seen over and over have doubled players' chances of getting up and down without really making any big changes to what you're currently doing just by learning club selection, shot selection, landing spot. So that is what the 14-day intensive is. I've been getting some questions about it, and I thought I'd just shoot a little record shoot. I always say shoot because I'm used to shooting video. That's what I do every day. (laughs) I thought I'd record a little podcast session here explaining the 14-day intensive. Thanks for listening. The 14-day intensive is a great way to get results quickly, but it's just one small part of the experience of being a member. In addition to daily inspiration and dozens of online courses, I also do a weekly Zoom call with all the members. We call it Live Lesson Fridays, and members send in their swings. I critique them live, then step out to the net to give live lessons It's just one small part of your membership, but it's a fun part. So if you're a 12-plus handicap player and you're struggling with your game, especially if you're struggling with slices and distance, you can visit facefirstgolf.com to try my new 14-day intensive for a dollar. Maybe I'll see you there. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to connect with Face First Golf members and with you. Helping over 20,000 players all over the world has been an absolute dream come true. If you're ready to write an improvement story of your own, be sure to stop by and see us at facefirstgolf.com.